Alrighty, welcome on in to the next edition of the podcast, and we're going to discuss a little bit of what took place in the NCAA tournaments, looking ahead to upcoming events, including the Stanley Cup playoffs and NBA playoffs, which are ahead, and of course, NFL draft is looming as well, and what where you can find all these events, and really what the TV landscape is coming to be shaping up for the summer and really should you be subscribed to a TV service upcoming because you know as you know the summer outside of an Olympic year outside of a world well there's a World Cup Women's World Cup this year but it is not until July and then of course We'll see what we can cover today. Well, let's start NCAA men's and women's final four. Recording this the day of the NCAA men's championship. Don't know the outcome. Had the NCAA women's championship yesterday. Saw LSU defeat Iowa in that championship. A lot of controversies. A lot of everything uh, really to go with that game. But with controversy does come attention. With attention viewership and it should be the most watched ever women's championship on record um, given the amount of social media presence from a lot of people who probably have not watched a lot of women's basketball before the final four this year so I do expect to see that a record championship not sure what the number will be whether it will shatter it away or just uh, edge what we saw in the early 2000s, 2004, 2002, the only games that were better than the semifinal on Friday night with South Carolina and Iowa. But attention in any way draws the eyeballs. We'll see if they return next year in the same light, or was this a one-off thing with the run of Iowa? And it's going to be really interesting because next year, you know, new Big Ten TV deal doesn't just impact football and basketball on the men's side, but it does impact women's basketball in the Olympic sports as well. So you'll see the Iowa home games. Caitlin Clark, of course, the biggest superstar in women's basketball in college. She will not be on ESPN aside from a couple events not taking place in the Big Ten. So basically from January till uh, middle of the month, middle of the month of March, Caitlin Clark will not be on ESPN. So that's going to be something that uh, it's going to be a really interesting time for the women's college basketball game because um, I mean ESPN's got the tournament, but they're not going to be able to showcase their biggest star for a couple of those months. But for the other networks that are going to have access, I would expect to see. Um, Caitlin Clark in Iowa air on FS1 and the Big Ten Network a lot. Can't speak too much for how much we'll see them on Peacock, but I would expect uh, a good amount of games on Peacock. And if I'm CBS, I, I'd like to see if I can get a couple, of, a game or two of of, uh, of Caitlin Clark in Iowa on the women's side. I don't know. Uh, if that's possible at all, or if they can't. 
tournament given that you've got a real star a growing sport and now the media rights change where that you're not going to so the, the amount of services you're going to have to have just to see the home games for Iowa next year you're going to have to have Big Ten Plus which airs a lot of non-conference games and has even aired conference games on the women's side as well uh, you're going to have to have the Big Ten Network Majority of the games during the regular season, Big Ten tournament games up until the championship. Of course, I think opening day of the Big Ten champ, Big Ten tournament will, will be airing on Peacock. However, I don't expect I would be playing that day on on Peacock. I expect them to get a bye uh, or a double bye um, into the next rounds. Um, but yeah. You're also going to need FS1, Fox, but, you know, that's going to be included with your TV package. But also you're going to need Peacock. They're going to have at least 30 regular season games on the women's side. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it is going to be a significant amount of games, and I expect them to feature Iowa a good amount of times. Probably, probably 10 of their 30 games are probably going to feature Iowa. I'm just going to say that.
the kind of audience that we saw last year on ABC. I don't think that's their expectation. I think the expectation is to, to, to be uh, up above what we've seen a couple of years ago when that COVID year. You don't want to fall below the COVID year. I mean, that would be an atrocious number and would probably lead to some sort of changes in this TV deal where you'd force these games on HBO Max. You'd force them to make it free streaming or something. Um, if you're going to have the Stanley Cup final, because you can't have uh, these games airing at under 4 million viewers for the, for the Stanley Cup final. I don't know what the what the bar really is, but I mean, 2 million is probably really good for the early rounds on, on broadcast. You, you need to be getting over a million probably for a little league game. Um, and for those, those windows combined, probably over 2 million if possible. I don't know uh, what, work, what to expect this year, but obviously ratings were down last year for the early rounds of the playoffs, but the final did really well um, on cable. Or on, on broadcast. It was, it was on ABC last year. The final did really well because all seven games were on broadcast. Um, now every game didn't, didn't do tremendous. It was a six-game series as well. But nothing too crazy. streaming services where you can get a month free well you can't really get a month free actually but you can get about a week free uh Stanley Cup final happens over about two weeks you can try out let's say um you can try out Fubo TV for a week try out DirecTV Stream for five days um or you can get a month of Sling TV if you if you've never been a customer for twenty dollars um, and that'll include either Sling Blue or Sling Orange, um, which I think that's a pretty good value um, if you're just going in for these games. There's not, you're not going to be going in for all these cable channels likely at this point in the year. Um, so you can get the last month of the playoffs all covered for you in that month of Sling TV for $20, plus taxes and fees, of course. Not too many fees, I don't think. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just taxes added on to that unless you wanted to get add-ons. But $20 to watch the Stanley Cup Stanley Cup uh, last two rounds really is not a bad deal, in my opinion. Uh, you'd also get NBA Conference Finals. You'd potentially get some other content. I don't know exactly. Um, but, if, yeah, you'd get probably the last week of the Premier League not sure where we're on the calendar the soccer events are happening this year because of that again the delay of the world cup kind of pushed the season back a little bit so we're pushing up on memorial day this year look where as, as previous years you get done mid-may early May. so it'll be an interesting time again for tv but yeah do you need cable tv in the summer not early uh, especially the month of june um very little is going to be exclusive to cable TV. A couple of USFL games will be on FS1. NASCAR, a couple of races on FS1, and then they switch over to USA Network. Um, 
but Fox is going to have the Sonoma race. Fox is going to have the Charlotte race on Memorial Day weekend. So it's a time where if you're in this flexible environment of streaming, you don't have to pay if you don't want to. Um, for, for cable TV, you can go month to month. You can go and avoid paying the month the monthly rate for a whole year which is why these services probably need to be getting annual options at a cheaper rate because you're, you're losing this retention from your customer base and, and we'll end up seeing uh, what transpires but again ESPN Plus will probably have the conference finals for whatever conference they have in the, N in the NHL uh, I don't know if they're going to have the East or the West obviously I'm much more inclined to watch the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe you get the Boston Bruins, really historic team that has done what no team has really done in the past. Over the NBA, pretty much stuck with what we've had the last decade. I don't know. TNT is going to have the Eastern Conference for the NBA. Western Conference will be on ESPN, and I think one one of the games will be on ABC, unless. Of course, they get it. Uh, unless they get that that's, that uh, the window they reserve for Game Seven, that can be converted to a Game One window on ABC um, at 3:30 Eastern Time. So we'll wait and see. Tough time. I don't know. It's always a weird time when you've got these two two big sports leagues that are pretty much running on the same schedule and you gotta really pick and choose between watching the NHL and the NBA up until the up until the final then they're not airing at the same time but anyway it's going to be a tremendous couple weeks women's world cup coming later in the year and then eventually we'll get to football in the fall where the Big Ten will have a new TV deal. That'll be fun. But again, it's been a fun time watching the NCAA tournament. Um, CBS probably going to hit a record low for the win for the men's. Women's side probably going to hit a record high. I'm just going to tell you that. Um, but that's pretty much all I've got to say regarding this podcast today. It's going to be a really fun couple months coming up because I love watching but personally probably going to be um, subscribing to that sling blue uh, for the last month of the hockey playoffs and getting that TNT coverage um, and maybe getting ESPN plus for the free month with Dr. Pepper <laughs> I don't know I'm just I'm a cheapskate guys don't don't hate on me too much. I don't like paying the paying the full price. Who does? Who wants to pay the full price? I mean, it's expensive these days. I mean, it really is. And and uh, HBO Max, which wish they would have the Stanley Cup final, um, but we'll wait and see uh, what ends up happening for streaming in terms of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But again, it should be a fun fun ride we've got college basketball wrapping up we've got really a two-week period where 
nothing too meaningful is on and uh time to rest relax catch up on sleep celebrate easter if that's something you do i don't i don't know this is the kind of time where you you just relax but uh, you know there's a big tournament called the masters happening so that's going to be one thing uh next weekend the masters um getting that time to itself and you'll have the Live Golf PGA Clash, and it's going to be, I feel like that's going to be a pretty big, big deal this year. And um, maybe expect a really good number for CBS if if some of the stars are involved. Obviously, it doesn't look like Tiger Woods is going to be, um, I don't know. I don't know if Tiger Woods is playing or not, but I don't know. I haven't been following sport of golf too closely, but anyway, enjoy the Masters, enjoy everything else. Maybe next time we'll dive into uh, the summer. Not too much going on, Gold Cup, Women's World Cup. Um, but yeah, probably ratings disaster for the Women's World Cup in the summer, just, just to be honest. Um, aside from the U.S. games. The U.S. games will be airing in prime time, so those shouldn't do too bad. But the rest of the world, Women's World Cup, that's, I mean, there's nothing you can do. They're going to be probably great games, but you air them in, the, in a terrible time slot for the U.S. viewers. I mean, I just don't see people watching too much. Um, I mean, we saw it with the Olympics. We saw it with the Olympics the last couple of years when it's been in Asia. It's been horrible, horrible on TV. Uh, in the United States, but expect a rebound for the Olympics in 24. Expect a huge World Cup in 26 on the TV end. And that's pretty much all. Uh, again, we'll see you guys for the next podcast. Peace out.